everybody. Guess we what? We are reporting live. We are together. We are in a little hotel. We got to be together during this time where Kendall is in the States to record an episode and get an experience done that we were really excited about. Yes. Yeah, so we are pumped to be here. So if you guys have been following along on socials, we got a Reiki. We're, okay, I will say this. We don't know if it's Reiki or Reiki. I think it's tomato, tomato kind of sitch, but... We got a Reiki healing. Um, this was something you guys were interested in us checking out, getting the vibes on. And so we signed up for one where we actually went together. We had two separate sessions, but we went to the same um, Reiki healer that Angela felt really like intuitively. She connected to this person. We went. It was awesome. But... We kind of wanted to cover a few different facets of this because even when I got online and was like, oh, did a poll, asked which of you guys have like had a healing or not, I got a bunch of DMs and I know Angela did too about, um, okay, I'm scared, like I want a reading, but this is like, is this against, like I'm a Christian, is this against Christian beliefs, like what are your feelings with this, like whatever, so in this episode, our hope and our hope with the whole podcast is to kind of blow air, like experience some things that maybe are a bit like what people would call woo-woo. But the thing is, we don't think they're woo-woo. Yeah. <laughs> like we think that they are all healing modalities that all work together with energy and whatever uh, religious standpoint you have, whatever uh, past you have. So anyways, I'm going to go into a little bit of the background and then Angela will hit us off on the experience. So um, one of the things that I got a lot was like, can you give me some background on Reiki? Like, what is this? And so to give you like a quick thing, uh, Reiki is a energy healing. So it is someone you go in, you talk about what you would like healing from or like your energy moved within your body. The belief is, is that our emotions metabolize in such a way that they cause blockages if we're not dealing with them, if we're not letting our emotions go through, if we're stuffing our emotions, if we are not dealing with something, they metabolize in our body and create blockages of energy that keeps our body from physically healing. It's a way of moving emotions. Um, it is a way of moving uh, energetic blockages so that the body is in realignment. It's like a tuning a car, right? It's like going in, getting your tires tuned, like getting, it's to make sure everything is working properly so that you can be at your optimum health emotionally, physically, holistically. So, so Reiki is, so the English alternative medicine word of Reiki, the etymology is Japanese. Reiki means mysterious atmosphere, miraculous sign. And the first time that this was recorded was year 1001. So, <laughs> so long ago. Um, which combines Rei, which means soul and spirit, and Ki, which means vital energy. And it started with a man, I'm going to mess up the same. I'm so sorry for you guys who are like really into this and I'm messing it up, but Dr. Mikau Yusui. I won't say it again, so you guys don't have to be annoyed. But he started in 1865. So he actually studied medicine, psychology, theology. And through his studying, um, he found that energy or chi is what he saw affects regulation of health even more than any of the science that he could practice and the stuff that he was involved in. 
So we felt so passionate that people could help each other heal energetically that he went to a Buddhist monastery and fasted over and over for 20 plus days, asking, praying, and meditating for understanding of what he could do to help this understanding of a healing um, from what he had seen. A couple years in, after 21 days of fasting, he was given a download that would change his life and the whole trajectory of healing. So he saw ancient Sanskrit symbols that helped him develop a system of healing that he, that he was struggling to invent where Riki was born. He on there, I thought it was interesting that Riki is um, unrelated to any religion. So it is, it's kind of in this like neutrality space. And Reiki is, I'm going to switch up Reiki and Reiki. I'm sorry. Some of the articles that I could find was talking about how some people are really gifted. Everyone has different gifts, right? Some people are really gifted in reading energy. Like if Angela and I are sitting across from each other, she admits a certain kind of energy and I can read that and she can fake. She can be like, oh, I'm having a great day or I'm having a bad day or like whatever, but I actually can read her energy. I don't know if you guys have ever sat across from someone and you're like, okay, they're saying one thing, but I feel something in my bones different. That's because we're all attuned as human beings. We're all connected and we all um, have readers in us for each other's energy. Like we're just part of source, right? So because of that, some people are really, really gifted in the same way. I am not gifted in this way, but um, where you can hear music and know exactly which notes it is like that, or if something's a little bit off tune or whatever, like some people could go up to a guitar and not be trained and like immediately tune it correctly. Right. People who are Reiki masters are people who can read energy in the body like music notes off of a guitar. They can say, here's where there's something that's out of tune. Here's something that like doesn't sound quite right. Or I know what this note should sound like. Let me help clear this out so that everything is in alignment so that everything can kind of like smoothly go through the body. So I thought it was like a really interesting thing. And he used it as a source to help people connect with universal energy, which he believes. And a lot of Reiki really is like praying and healing and like bringing in a, a sense of balance, but he believed that this isn't woo woo, that it's like, if we can create a space where we are connecting to universal energy, connecting to God, that he believes that the body would be able to heal itself because you were in alignment. Um, so it's almost a space to stop and do that and be guided by someone else into that in a way that maybe we wouldn't be able to access by ourselves. So anyway. Dang, Ken, thank you for taking us to class. That yeah. that metaphor really helps the tuning of the guitar because uh, in our experience, I've had a Reiki session before me and Kendall's joint session and so did she. And the aftermath of the energetic healing is what is so potent to me and what is so hard to see in the moment because the in the moment can be really overwhelming mm -hmm. and very draining similar to if you've got a full body massage for hours and you're almost detoxing muscle wise and you, you feel dehydrated you almost feel spiritually dehydrated because so much has come up that is being cleansed and then after the dust settles and all your chakras are balanced, and I don't know if every Reiki instructor does it this way, but the two that I have gone to have gone through the bottom, the body top to bottom and worked through yes. um, your different chakras that are in 
in different parts of your body. So starting at the feet and then moving up into the sacral chakra and moving up to the chest and the throat chakra, and then the third eye up on the top of your head, moving through the body and checking to see where is there alarms going off Mm -hmm. energetically for somebody to have healing on. Yeah. And so for people who don't, you know, whether you believe in the different chakras or whatever, it's just different points in the body that they believe, um, attached to certain emotions. So for example, in a Reiki healing I've had before, they were like, oh, there's a bunch of blockages in your throat. The throat chakra is being able to authentically express yourself, to like voice your opinions. And it was, I had talked about this on a different episode, but that was something that I was struggling with before we started this podcast is I was like, I have all these ideas. I have all these things I want to talk about, but I feel like they're not appropriate to talk about, or this is like too woo woo, too out there to whatever. And so she like could see that there were blockages in my throat energetically and cleared that. And I believe that that helped me a lot with doing the podcast and being like, oh, I need to use my voice. Right. Mm -hmm. So the different chakras have different emotional things that if you help clear, it allows that energy to flow freely because it's kind of like, if you guys listen to the, um, the goddesses is there's no bad, like energy. There's no bad it's, it's, it's blocked energy. So Mm -hmm. it's like, there's nothing wrong with expressing your views authentically. Right. It becomes bad when there's a block where you're like not allowing that to flow through for Mm -hmm. whatever reason. And so I think that helping move energy and move that out allows it to be in a healthy space, allows it to be the God-given thing it is instead of this suppression that becomes actual physical problems in the body. Mm-hmm. And I do want to chime in here with anybody that was uh, had a faith-based background and is a little timid, like timid about this experience, or like Kendall had said, it has had some preconceived notions about it. I have two things to say. Number one, I really, really feel strongly that you can work in tandem with how you were raised if mm-hmm. it still identifies with you and explore yourself spirituality and I it, explore yourself spiritually. And I don't think that those go against possibly a lot of different religious backgrounds. That's just me personally. I also just want to encourage the listeners to use your intuition. If you book a session, you get there, you feel like the vibes are off, you leave. You don't have to do anything that makes you feel uncomfortable ever in this world. And especially spiritually, I think you, if we just trust our inner compass, we can't be wrong. And I just really want to make sure that that is clear because I don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable with this Mm -hmm. whole idea or feel like, oh, if I, and I also am very much in this gray area and the working in tandem. If I, I don't want this to feel like if I decide to explore this, I am going against X, Y, Z, or I am, you know, ban, uh, turning my back on my faith. Mm -hmm. I do think with the right guidance and right support of somebody of a Reiki master or like Kendall said, this is a um, non-denominational. This doesn't have any cr- like Christian umbrella or any type of agnostic umbrella. This is just energy moving. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to say that in case anybody is a little fearful and of course make your own decisions that feel right in your life. But if this piques your interest and if this feels like I want to explore this and I want to feel safe, I just want to encourage you to trust your inner compass and really feel like you're spiritually backed by all the women and men before you and, you know, go forward. If you're not causing harm to anyone, you're okay. Yeah. And I will say that too, that it's kind of like, take what you want, leave the rest. Like if right now you're listening to this and being like, Ooh, this doesn't align with me. You can turn it off. Mm -hmm. Totally cool. This was something that was really impactful for Angela and I in Mm -hmm. different times. But, and so we want to help like share this modality. If you, if this piques your interest and you're like, I want to follow the breadcrumbs and just listen then let's 
get dirty with it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if this is not vibing with you, then you can turn it off and it's not offensive whatsoever. I just think that we should leave room for everything. Mm -hmm. So leave room for our experience. We'll leave room for yours and we can disagree and we can both have our experiences. And I think at the end of the day, it's like, we want everyone to find the sources that work for them for healing and for, um, empowerment, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So can you want to get into the questions that people had for us? Um, well, that was kind of the thing was like, okay, does this go against Christian beliefs? Um, and I will say like a personal note to that is I think for a long time, I had been scared from my upbringing of doing anything that felt like outside of the box of what the church said was okay. And I think that that's really beautiful. I think that the church has been beautiful, but I think that, um, where I've come to be in my in my religion, I feel more spiritual than specifically religion. Cause I believe religion is man-made versus like spirituality is God sent. Um, but I think that just like Angela is a certain friend for me and certain things that we talk about and do like that, that has its space. I have a different relationship with Clint and that provides a different energy. I have a different relationship with my parents. All of those things can work together into being what my whole life is. And I think that there are different modalities that work all together for who you are as a whole person. And that doesn't mean that like my, my friendship with Angela is the only reality or my relationship with Clint is the only reality. It's like all of these things coexist and work together to make them all beautiful. And I think that that's how I feel about um, spirituality right now is that I think that I think, and this is my personal opinion, but like, I believe that God made us as energetic beings. And I think some people are really gifted at helping us heal, um, parts of ourselves through energy. Um, and so I think that this works in tandem, not against, um, religion. And, um, I think that it's all part of the soup, right? So that's my personal thing. And I think that what Angela said is absolutely correct that, um, it's, it, you have to believe in your own spiritual compass. And I think that my relationship to God is going to be different from Angela's, which is going to be different from the next person. Um, whoever's listening, they're all going to have a different thing. And so it's a way for us to blow air into these things, right. And, and talk about it and see what, resonates with you what doesn't so um that was a big thing and then another one yeah was the history of uh reiki so kind of gave you some of that and then um a big one and we'll go into was okay what does this look like like well i'm walking i book a session what does this look like what is the next thing like what can i expect so angela if you want to go into that yes you read my mind um i was going to explain that it is similar to a massage if you've ever had a massage as far as the way that it is set up it's typically in a room you're laying down on a masseuse table and a lot of masseuses do study reiki separately like a lot of people that get into uh sports massage or Mm -hmm. sweetest massages just massages of the body will then be trained in Reiki. And then some people uh, just are energetically trained from the beginning and and don't have a massage background, but they're very adjacent. So, and the similar feelings that you get after are, are pretty, pretty similar too. So, so like, so when we walked in, so we walk in and it feels kind of like if you were going to a therapist's office, like it's like, low lit, nice, whatever. Mm -hmm. She came out and talked to us, kind of got a vibe. She was like, are you guys sisters or friends? Like, Mm -hmm. um, and so anyway, 
Angela went in first. So maybe talk to them about like, okay, so Angela sat down. Yes. So I sat down, we're facing each other and each Reiki healer will do things a little differently, but this is our experience with ours. Um, we sat down and she's like, what brings you in today? And honestly, I was in a point in my life. And I think this is a great contrast that me and Kendall were in very different parts in our life as far as getting the Reiki, like where we were as a snapshot of our life currently and what we needed help on. I was feeling like I didn't have a certain thing that I was working on. I was more generic, like a more general approach. And I wanted to encourage anybody that feels like, okay, well, I don't exactly know what I want to work on. I just kind of want to go in and be open-minded. And I think there's totally space for that. And honestly, you will start to just kind of understand what is going, what actually needs attention. And it can catch you by surprise. Like in Ken's, Ken can speak to what she wants to talk about for hers. But for me, I was going in there, chipper, sitting in the chair. And I was just like, oh, you know, I could use a little encouragement in going with my career path because I was in between. Um, I've been staying at home with Wyatt and I was going to go back to work and I didn't know what that looked like yet. So standing stronger in my career aspirations was a big one. And then I'm trying for a second uh, kid, but I didn't want that to be the focus because I truly believe that's on the way. Um, so I more was focused about my career aspirations and I, uh, I was on the table. And then what's interesting too, is like, they will point out where you're blocked that you might not know, which right. I would. So uh, you're on the table. You're typically, you close your eyes. They don't touch you, but they hover over your body as you're, as you're laying there and they move up the body. Some of them will talk through what they're seeing as, in real time. And some of them will do the entire session. It's usually quiet. There's um, some type of like, shh. Mm -hmm. noise from the Reiki healer sometimes. Sometimes there's low music, like meditation music in the background. And then um, some of them talk to you in real time what's going on. And some of them will give you a recap at the end. Mm -hmm. I've had it she, both ways. Yeah, she personally, this experience we had, she gave a recap of what she found afterwards. Um, but some people will say, Hey, like you're really blocked in your shoulders or yes. you're really like, I'm, I, and maybe walk you through it. Like I'm healing you. Like I'm moving energy through this. Like this is what, you know, so yeah, we were in silence for our reading. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we expressed what we wanted healing on and then it was silent and she did a little bit of like light touching, which was so crazy. Angela and I talked later about how, so she'll like touch different parts of your body, like your shoulders or your, your arms or maybe your knees or different things like that. Nothing like weird. And you're fully clothed. You're fully clothed and you have a blanket on top of you, which mm -hmm. this is like to note because when we, it was so crazy because she would touch us and we confirmed this like her hands were hot like burn like not burning but warm like warm warm like hot. hot so like like take your hand right now like obviously your hands are warm but if you put it on your own like arm or like someone else's arm you can't even feel it through your shirt like the warmth of someone's hand you can't feel it through your shirt we with have a blanket fully on clothed with a blanket on and it was like a, a touching and not even like oh it's beginning to warm up it was like immediate hot. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so Angela was like, is she like holding hot stones? Like what is going on? And, but it wasn't cause she didn't like go back and forth no. the whole time. So that was kind of spooky. We were like, but then since I was doing reading about Reiki after we left, it was talking about how that is a huge part of Reiki is that these people, um, their gifting is like healing through their hands. And that is a characteristic of like a Reiki master is that their hands get really hot. Um, because that's energy being created. Like it's, energy. and they're physically pulling out of your body. So it's like heat from the yes, energy that has so been kept crazy. inside your body for God knows how long, you know? 
And um, I just wanted to know, I don't want to make this too niche about my Catholicism background, but it is interesting. I've gotten two Reiki heal um, healings before by two different people years apart. And both of them have been like, oh, I feel Mother Mary here, which is interesting because I don't um, identify as Catholic anymore, but I was raised Catholic, went to the Catholic church, went to a private Catholic school growing up. Um, and hey to all my fellow previous Catholics or current Catholics, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was just cool that like, and I've talked to Kendall about this, that I feel spiritually backed by mother Mary separate from, you know, Joseph and Jesus and God and whatever else you want to say. Um, and that she comes into my readings every time and two different people have mentioned that. And I, and I'm like, without no, knowing Angel's background. Oh no, all. I'm like, not wearing a rosary. Yeah, no, no, I'm not wearing anything that would like identify that I used to be Catholic at all. I just think it's very cool that, um, she hangs out and she's still kicking it with me. Um, and I can call on her. And so since then I have felt a new wave of, um, appreciation for my religious background. Even if I don't identify with parts of it anymore, I feel spiritually backed always. And mm -hmm. so, um, it's very interesting to feel, and I think different people have different feelings about this, but like I I personally feel when I'm in a Reiki healing, I can feel my spiritual ancestors and spirit guides in the room with me. And it's you like, can ask, yeah, you can ask your, if you were going into this and you've never done it, that's something you could ask about too. Mm -hmm. Like you can be like, when you're in my reading, can you tell me if you like feel my spirit guides? Like, who are they? Who's mm -hmm. in here? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. cause they are so attuned to energy that they can like tell who is in there. Mm -hmm. Listen, they left me high and dry. Ken gets jealous of my spirit guides. No, because every single time she gets a reading, they're like, oh, it's stuffy in here. Like so there's chatty. too many, there's too many people in here. Like she's got so many spirit guides. Like they're all having a freaking house party. Yeah. And I'm like, where are my spirit guides? And they're like, Cricket, cricket, cricket. And I'm like, they're away. They're like on vacation or something. I'm like, bro, am I doing this whole spiritual walk by myself? Like, I don't understand. Like, why is no one backing me right now? But so it's just interesting that you could ask about that. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so she, she does that. So specifically with hers, she would do like the touching on the top and that was for, um, emotional, um, attuning. So like moving energy through, um, for emotions to be detoxed and then she flips you and on your back she said that was like physical healing mm -hmm. so um like i said take like reiki out of it it is absolutely scientifically proven that like for example like stress affects the body um anger affects the body like all these emotions have a chemical reaction in the body and when it is chronically experiencing that it creates physical ailments in the body. So I love the phrase issues in the tissues. Issues in the tissues. They are, they're up in your muscles. So if you think that you've moved on, your body won't lie. Your body is, will always call you out, even if you don't know that. Totally, um, totally. Yeah. And so that is a big thing with this kind of healing is mm -hmm. like helping move that through your body, even if you think like you're over it, your body isn't. Um, and so when you get on your stomach, when she's on your back, that's like the physical healing of like, Hey, even if we've cleared these emotions out, your body is held on to this and we need to kind of clear out some of this physical healing. Um, and so it was crazy. Like, so yeah, tell for years, like some of the things that came up that she felt on your body. Yeah. So, uh, she felt a little bit of blockage in my sacral chakra, which chakra, which is like housing your creativity, your fertility. And that is something I'm working on. So she said she felt a little bit of resistance there that that was kind of the focus of our session. And it is 
pretty emotional. I mean, I'm a very open person. Every Reiki healing I've ever had, my third eye, the one on your forehead is always wide open, which means mm-hmm. I am like spiritually, I am ready and open. So I'm open to whatever healing is coming funny, this way. Cause that's like normally like a very common block. It's mm-hmm. like the mine's, third eye. She's like, mine's wide open. Every she's time. got a, like a princess mm-hmm. Jasmine eye up there. Yeah. So mine's always open, but the sacral chakra with different things that have happened in my motherhood journey have been ebbs and flows of blockages there. So that was kind of the focus of it. Um, it was emotional. I mean, she was just holding, hovering above my body in my sacral chakra area. And it just felt like my womb was being protected. And like Kendall was saying, like warmth around it. And Mm -hmm. I just felt like maternal protection. And that was a huge thing. And then the career stuff, this is not the first person to tell me this, but, and Ken and I talk about this. They, she said, my body is set up for the career success and, and the ambitions that I have. It's, mm-hmm. I stand in my own physical way. Yeah. And so the Talk body on a block, yeah, yeah. Like a physical block. Yes. So it's like my own holdup is what's keeping me. I'm actually in alignment. I'm just mm-hmm. not allowing myself to be aligned. So that was kind of cool. Which and- everyone needs to hear. Yes, okay. I know. If that if that made you feel uncomfy, you need to explore it because we're right. both in it. We're like, how do we get out of our own way for our own alignment to come through? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so that was huge. And then what I really thought was fascinating, a week after is really when things started moving. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you could call it a coincidence. I choose not to. A week after things started moving. I have been working on getting this job. I just got a job. I start um, soon. And I have been working on it since the beginning of this year. Months. Months. It has come and gone. There was like some changes in structural in the company, whatever. And so I have been working on this forever. You could say, you know, coincidence that it aligned. I got the job the week that this happened. Also, I had a connection come through that was helping me on this way of like doing maybe virtual work or a YouTube channel or something that's always been on my heart to do for um, a passion project that has started to come to light all within the same week. So I got a job within the week that I had left my Reiki healing. And I also got a really, really helpful connection to the world that I need help on to amplify. Or and these were things, yeah, these were things that were kind of blocks for Angela for a mm-hmm. while. She was working on those. And then within the week, yeah, these things, but this is why, like we always say, these healing things are not just like, mm, like spiritual play and whatever. It's uh, like really, um, like uh, productive things mm-hmm. to do because yes. like in this, it helps you get in alignment, which we're always vibrational matches to something, yes. right? So yes. if we're blocked, we're not in alignment. We're not in the same vibrational wave as the thing we want. So it's like when you can go to something like a healing or something and get yourself in alignment to what you were meant to do, mm-hmm. then those things become a vibrational match. And it's like, okay, great. The job comes. Yes. Like, great. The connection for the yes. YouTube thing happens. Like all these different things that she has been voicing she wants for years. Mm-hmm. And then like the path is cleared. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, yes. your connection. And it doesn't mean that I need to be passive in my path. It just means the light has like being shined on the like ding, ding, ding here are some things that can open up for you. And yeah. so I found that really inspirational. Kendall's was a little bit more emotional. Bro, we went in. <laughs> let me just like let you know what's up. It's like also wait, I want to say between the two of us, if you had if you saw me and Kendall and you and you were taking bets on who was gonna cry. Uh, Angela. For sure. Angela for sure. 
so yeah, Angela, Angela is more in tune with her emotions in general. And I feel like I'm a bit more like stoic, not like non-emotional, just like a bit more stoic with my emotions. So I'm trotting in being like 100%. This is not going to be emotional. I was like, she's not going to be able to read anything on me. I'm like dead inside. <laughs> and, um, because I've been, when this was going down, which we're like a week and a half out from the reading, but I was smack dab in the middle of traveling. I'm like out traveling out of a bag. This is like week six of me traveling out of a bag, have a baby, whatever. I'm like literally in survival mode purely I'm dead inside I'm trotting in like okay I'm doing this for the pod like you know I'm gonna report back on it but really didn't think it was a, gonna I think be a she thing. simply asked like how are you she, she was like, like no I broke <laughs> down she was like so what are we what are we in here for and I was waterwork city I was a puddle on the floor and um so I was like obviously I'm not doing okay <laughs> Um, and so I just like talked to her about various things and that's kind of like what Angela was saying. I didn't go in with a certain thing that I wanted healing on it when she asked in like Reiki healers have, it's kind of like if any of you guys, and I say any of you guys, all of you guys have gone to Joanne by this point, <laughs> but if you've gone to Joanne, she feels like a bubble bath. Like she pulls things out of you yes. that maybe you wouldn't normally. And she's almost like a guiding prompt just being there. Because right. I did not, the words started flying out of my mouth. Like, exactly. Exactly. So I feel the energy is very, she has like a magnet in her, a warm little magnet. And it like pulls out the things like I I felt like the rock around my emotions like had melted into butter and I couldn't even, I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't let him out. Don't let him out. But it was like going. Um, and so it was very, very emotional for me, which really showed me I needed it. Um, and cause I seldom even like cry. And so I was waterwork city. And then she, it was really interesting because, um, I've been having stomach issues for a while, like so much, like I was in so much stomach pain, um, that I would like wake up in the middle of the night and be like, Oh, like I could not figure out what it was. I'm like taking magnesium, like freaking drinking detox water, like all this stuff to try to help with my stomach issues. And when she was doing my reading, she was like, here's the deal. Like you have, it feels like a rock of emotion in your stomach and like I didn't tell her I was having stomach issues she was just like oh in your reading this came up and she was like you have a rock of emotion she was like you've been shoving down emotions of stuff for so long about like certain things that it is like become anger and she was like you it, it's burning inside of your body like you need to get this out and what the thing that like came out was, was loneliness. Like I didn't even realize that, but I think just being, um, like moving around and like not being around my community and then like living out of a suitcase and like just all these things, I just felt kind of disconnected from the, the absolute soul of like my friends and my family and things. I just felt like I was like going to the next place, the next place, the next place. And I didn't realize how lonely I was until she like asked me, even though I'm like surrounded by people. And I feel like that will really resonate with like some people. But, um, she said that I had felt so lonely, like for so long that it had become like resentment and anger, not even towards someone, but just it, how it was metabolizing in my body. And that that's really toxic to like your chi. It's really toxic to being in alignment. You can't like be angry and like, grateful at the same time, you know? And so 
it was a very emotional reading, but this is like the freaking spookiest part. I told Angela about this after and I was like, ah! so I was telling her, yeah. Okay. So she's telling me about the stomach thing, like whatever. Okay. So I'm laying on the table, you know, she like touches like your shoulder, touches your whatever. And then all of a sudden she's like not touching me anymore. So it's dark and your eyes are closed. Okay. So she's not touching me. So I'm kind of like, and it's silent. So I'm like kind of chilling there, like eyes closed. And then all of a sudden my stomach starts hurting so bad. I'm starting to curl into a ball. Like physically it is, it's not just hurting like, oh, I have a stomach ache. I'm like, oh my God. Like my, yeah, my, my, um, ab muscles are clenching. And I'm like, I'm like peek. I wish you could like see me, but I like peek my eye open to be like, where is she? Cause she's not touching me. It's completely dark. I have this like raging stomach ache and she's over my stomach. She's not touching me. She's over my stomach. Literally. It looks like she's like pulling snakes out of my Her hands are moving stomach. a mile a yes. minute. She was like, pulling and moving. <laughs> moving. Like, so it's completely silent, but she was like so concentrated and like pulling stuff out of my stomach. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Like, but it's all, it's energy moving, right? Like energy. And this is kind of, so later I was again doing research about it because I really am like, Angela's like, like it's crazy. It happened. I'm like, I want to know all the evidence. I'm like, what is happening? But the thing is with energy is that everything is energy. Like the air is energy the the curtains in this room are energy like everything is energy it's just how it is um put together in a way of how we see it right so there's not a single thing that exists that isn't energy it's just like maybe the density of it that we can like move like we can move our hand through air but it's mass right it's just mass in a way that we can move through it and we don't see energy is like that too energy has mass like and so when people are moving energy, it's like moving air. It's like moving mass. It's moving things around because even though we can't see it, like you can even hook your body up to something and each organ, each part of your body vibrates at a different frequency. Like this is just moving these frequencies around, right? Which is kind of like fascinating and kind of takes the woo woo out of it. It's like you're moving energy, like you're moving mass in mm -hmm. your body. Um, and making sure it's the right vibrational frequency. So um, anyway, so she did that. That freaked me out. We had a full day plan and we had to cancel. When I heard I was outside of the room where Kendall was, we went in, you know, one at a time I went first. So Kendall was out in the waiting room while I had my session and then we switched. Um, first off, I'm like reading my, doing some reflection. I hear Kendall burst into tears instantly, <laughs> 60 seconds in. And I'm like, that is so not her. Like if I had to bet... So that already, I was like, oh, she's going through it. So while then it becomes silent because she's doing the actual session part. And uh, we had a full workday planned. And instead I was like dumplings yeah, we were near me. To, we were supposed to be recording this yes. right after we did our session. We were like, okay, yes. we're going to do it. Yes. I walk Kendall, out. Yeah. Angela favorite, was like, no, 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 no. Kendall's favorite fruit is dumplings. Ugh. While she's there, while she's in her session, I'm like dumplings near me. SOS dumplings. <laughs> Like we had to get the dumplings booty call to the dumplings. <laughs> yes. And so I, we, she came out of the room. She's like a, a, a rise from a no, complete. She goes, how do you feel? And I was like, I feel like I've been born. Yeah. She was like spiritually awoke, but also drained. Like it was crazy. So then we were like, I said, do you want to just go get dumplings and go to the thrift store? And she was like, yes. So then we canceled the rest of the plans because we were just spent you guys in the, in a good way, a healthy way. 
Um, so I think yeah, it was sorry, be- sorry for Clint's family babysitting Levi and we're like having a work day and now, you know, we were just eating dumplings oh, and like bad. looking at old stuff, but yeah, um, it, no, was meant to it, be. Was, it was meant to be, it was perfect. And, um, we we're- might be cooking up something with our Reiki healer for what we've got planned for, uh, our next adventure for the podcast. So you might hear her, uh, yeah, later we down questions. We have questions for yeah. her and we wanted, we wanted to talk about our experience first, but we're like, this might be really helpful to talk to someone who is in it. And she also does the person that we went to, we will link her stuff on the bottom. If you're interested in just Reiki like resources in general, but, mm-hmm. um, and she's Dallas based. Yeah. She's yeah Dallas, we'll, DFW. We will, I will just link her website too, for you guys to read up on the way that she describes it. Um, because it is really helpful. like to describe the different modalities and what she specializes yeah, in. Exactly. Um, so even if you're not able to go because you're not Dallas uh, based, uh, it can give you a better example of what it what it's like. And I will say this, um, I don't think you have either, but um, I don't think either of us have experienced a phone or a Zoom um, Reiki healing. I've heard that people, I have a friend of mine who does that regularly. She does like a phone one and said that that has worked incredibly. I feel like I would want the in-person thing, but if you're somewhere, if you live somewhere where you're like, hey, this is not available to me, um, or this is too far for it to be a recreational like experiment, then, um, maybe looking at a zoom or like an online, you can just type that in and be like, Oh, an online or a phone Reiki session and maybe do some research and look at some reviews and see how that went. Um, but that could be an option for you if you're like, well, I don't live somewhere where mm-hmm. I can do this. Mm-hmm. So that might be an option. Um, so would I suggest, would you suggest? Yeah. What? Thank you. Yes, 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 yes. So yeah, we hope that this was helpful. Um, I definitely suggest going. I have gone to two different ones. I had totally different experiences in each one. I felt like it was super, super healing for me. Um, I would not recommend going to a Reiki healer every week. I think that this is something that is- this is something that is like when you're in a new spot in life yes. or like, well, it's like the car. It's just bringing it in for an oil change, just yeah, bringing it in for a tune up. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to do it like all the time. And I think that that's even a different episode we'd like to talk about, but like even like spiritual entertainment, like you don't need to get into spiritual entertainment land where you're mm-hmm. like, Oh, we just need to do the next reading the next, like whatever. Uh-huh. It's something that if this like speaks to you, you're like, I think this would really help me with whatever my physical or emotional ailment is. That's great. Mm-hmm. So I do want to like talk about um, a few, like real quick. Um, a few of you guys DM'd me talking about your experiences with Reiki and I, there were some crazy stories, but one of the things that I did not realize until, um, someone told me was that Reiki was actually originally used purely for the physical. So it was not used. I mean, it was to clear emotional stuff, but it was actually used as a, um, in tandem with medical stuff for, um, like ailments, like cancer for, um, certain injuries for things. It was actually energetic healing for physical ailments. And then as we kind of went into a stage where, uh, people were more in tune with their emotions or more like, okay, with talking about that, they were like, Oh, really? We've been moving your emotions. You just didn't realize that that these emotions were creating your physical ailments. So I thought that that was really interesting too, that this modality was actually used for the physical even more than the emotional. Um, so if that's something that you're like, Hey, I think, and I think our gut can tell us like, even for me when my stomach was hurting and I'm like, Oh man, like I, it's like, if, if you really put me 
and be like, what do you think is causing this? I'd probably say stress. Like it, but I just am like, oh, I'm probably eating something. I'm probably <laughs> like not sleeping enough, which like whatever, all those are true. But um, anyway, so I think that that is um, interesting. And some people have had some really crazy um, experiences, some really healing experiences. So yeah, I would also suggest it. And um, I think it was a really cool experience going with Angela. So I would encourage like, if you have a woo woo friend, a woo woo sister, brother, whatever that you could say like, Hey, let's get a reading back to back with. I think it was extremely helpful for me to have Angela to decompress with after to talk about my experience instead of just like completely get gutted and then like get in my car and drive home alone. Right. You know what I mean? But so. I don't want to dissuade you. If you feel like you're not at a point in your life to where you can talk about this or oh, you don't yeah. have a network, I think that it is a solo adventure 1002. Like stand strong. And if this speaks to you, like you can go by yourself and you have, totally. you have, I'm our just backing. saying, but yeah, some if, people would rather go by themselves. Like some sure, people are like, I sure, don't sure, need sure. to decompress with somebody about this after, like, I just want to be alone and journal and whatever. But we're just kind of going over the different ways that this would be a fit for you. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so yeah, team, I hope this was helpful. I hope you learned something. Um, let us know if you end up getting a Reiki session after listening to this. And like I said, we will link the woman that we went to in the show notes. We hope you're having a great day. We love you. Um, and keep, uh, us in your feed, subscribe and like, and all the things. All the things. Yes. We love you so much. Goodbye. Goodbye. I hope you had fun today. Thank you so much for listening. We're manifesting that this becomes something. So if you enjoyed this, help a sister out and give us a rating or tell your best friend so we can connect more people like you. Talk to us anytime. Easiest to reach us is on our Instagram. Kindle is at Kindle Hannah with no H at the end. And I am at Angela underscore party. Also, we wanted to give a quick shout out to Nicole Spolerich, our magical audio editor, and Scott Hoying from Pentatonics for the sparkly intro. You two make us sound like we're not just two girls sitting on the living room floor with a mic, so we love you for it. Anyway, we love all of you guys. See you next Wednesday, and stay woo-woo.